What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Clickbait with Bachelor Nation. I'm your girl, Tasha Adams, and I'm joined by my co-host, Hannah Ansluss and Joe Amable. Wow, very good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> What's up, everyone? I'm glad I didn't butcher that. Anyway, we are so excited to welcome you guys to the first ever episode. You guys, can you believe we're here right now? How insane is this? It's, I'm excited. Uh, it's very insane. It's, it's an odd couple. We're an odd, or trio. We're an odd I mean, trio. An odd trio. It. Yeah. Tell us how you really feel, Joe. I thought you loved us at this point. I do. I feel like, I feel like we've been talking and practicing so much and now we're like, fuck, we're, we're prepared at this point. We're practically like the three musketeers at this point. We there really are. And honestly, I, yes, we are an odd pairing, but it oddly works and I love it. And I kind of like it. you guys. I've grown kind of. to really like you guys. <laughs> wait, 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 for like a, wait for a few months and then we're oh, all going to be God. like, oh, I got to log on and talk to this asshole again. Oh. That's what's going to happen. You know, that, that guy from Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> Chicago. has a little accent. Mr. Yeah. Amable. Well, listen, we are so excited to be here, to have this platform, to connect with you guys every single week. In fact, it's every Thursday, and we will be here with the tea, the headlines, the 411, and honey, it's going to be a party, and you are invited. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about what, in fact, is clickbait. What are we doing here? Bum, How bum, did bum. we get here? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? So we are breaking down all the pop culture. So yeah. nobody else has to. You know, when yeah. you're, you're scrolling on Google and you see like this boom, like Demi Lovato just broke up with her boyfriend or her boyfriend broke up with her or nobody knows what happened. We're going to break that down for you. Mm-hmm. At right? least like, yeah, we're going to get the juice. I mean, this is what your best friends do. We're your new best friends. What do you usually do when you see a headline? You send it to them immediately and like, WTF or like, did you see this? Or like little eye emojis. I know they send the eye emojis all day long. And yeah, basically eye emojis. Right? (laughs) We're just going to be those people that talk about all the headlines that you're gawking at. And I mean, we've all been a victim of being the clickbait. You know, we've all seen an article about ourselves in the title and we're just like, oh my gosh, this is so untrue. So really what I think we're all going to do as well is like really break down the headline and like see how it's like affecting us and pop culture and really bring the truth. Exactly. And we get to have famous guests. Don't forget about that. We get to interview people. I know. I'm so I excited. I hope I they're mean, hot, and maybe we'll be able to find Joe a girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, that's the main goal. <laughs> that's the goal I mean, of really. this whole thing. That's how I was able to get this together, you know? I'm like, I need to that's find like a girlfriend. That's like you were so what interested. What can I do? Yeah, like, I, I was wondering why you were like you said yes so quickly to doing the podcast with us. It's because you wanted to find a girlfriend. And you wanted our help, isn't it? All right, well, Tasha, how about this? Yeah. How about you describe yourself? Because people want to know a little bit more about you. Okay, so me, Ooh, my name I is Tasha. Um, you guys probably know me best as um, being one of the top three girls on Colton season, season 23 of The Bachelor. I was also in paradise known as Flirtatia, if you will. I don't know what got into me there, but I will tell you that was definitely experience of a lifetime. Um, and now I'm just... Your average, not really average, but you're not Aww. so basic girl next door. You're um, far from average. <laughs> Come on, I'm waiting girl. for it. I'm waiting for the line. There's a line coming that I've been waiting for. Yes. Okay, look, I'm a walking whiskey sour. Okay. There it is. I'm a whiskey there sour in human form. I'm a classy but sophisticated kind of individual, but like 
you know, like I kind of come in there, creep up on you and like give you a little, a little sass, a little pop right when you need it. You know what I mean? But always pop, 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 pop. I like that. I like that. That was good. What about you, Joe? Me? How do people See, know you? I, I have a hard time describing myself. When somebody says describe yourself, I'm instantly like, oh, I hate doing that, right? Why? Why? Because then I have to like look at myself and be like, well, you know, it's hard to come off. Give it like to I, us, Joe. Give it to us. Get the ladies come okay. on. Dating profile <laughs> bio. What, what would you call yeah. the dating profile bio? Oh, see, that's the thing. That's why I never, I can never even do dating apps because I'm like, what am I supposed to say? Like, I want like, let's go have a cocktail. Like, I think I, I think if I were to do one, that's what I would say. But I mean, I like, um, I like restaurants and food and comedy and wine, coffee. I think I'm charming. This is all food related. <laughs> I think I'm charming. Um, you totally are. Yeah, I think so. I would. I like um, Japan. <laughs> See, like that's like, describe yourself. I like Japan. That's. Hi, I'm, I'm Grocery Store Joe, and I can tell you everything in the grocery store. I can tell Look. you what fruit's gonna be best this season. Yes, that's a good one. That's good, like actually. That. That's what I'm going to do from now on. I'm going to call. When somebody says, describe yourself, I'm going to say, hold on. I'm going to call Hannah, put it on speakerphone, and say, go for it. <laughs> and guess what? I'm from Chicago, and I got a crazy Italian family. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can hey, tell, and I can make you a good. Hey, and I can make you a good lasagna. <laughs> you're, I'll tell you what. Your Tennessee accent really just... Uh, <laughs> I need to work that. on the Chicago accent. Well, for me, describe yourself, Hannah. Okay, yeah, Hannah. Me from Knoxville, Tennessee, East Tennessee girl, um, raised in the same hometown Dolly Parton's from. So I like to put that on out Look there. At wow, that. that's cool. Look at that. <laughs> I'm a mini Dolly. No, <laughs> not exactly that. <laughs> I take that back. I don't really have her um, figure, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you don't? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Um, and now I live in LA, which I'm really enjoying it. Um, but describe my personality. I'm like bubbly and outgoing, but also like I'm an introvert. I feel like at times, cause I love to listen to people and I love just mm -hmm. like ask people questions. So sometimes it confuses people when like at times I'm like really outgoing and like an extrovert. And then other times I'm like, just kind of like to sit back and listen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think uh, I could relate, I relate to, that. to that. Yeah. I, I like know, to make fun of myself a lot. Person. Yeah, but that's I a laugh good thing. a lot. That's I make fun thing. of myself a lot. According to Joe, I do weird voices, weird sounds. I'm very Let's animated. Do it. Let's hear one. Let's hear one. <laughs> I mean, she just did one. She's like pop, pop. <laughs> Out of she nowhere, too. Thing. That's why I like them because they'll just be like, we'll be talking about something like addiction, and all of a sudden you hear Hannah's just like. <laughs> Since this is our first episode, we want to give you guys a little breakdown of us, what we're doing here, and why we all love a little bit of clickbait. Yeah. We're from the reality world. We're from the Bachelor world, Bachelor Nation. That's where you guys know us from. But for as long as I can remember, I've been watching reality TV since I was like 15. Mm -hmm. Started with, I think, the Osbournes. The Osbournes were the first. We had the real world, the road rules challenge. You guys remember the challenge? I was obsessed with it. But uh, you know what? But reality TV has really changed everything, right? It's shaped social media. It's changed the identity of the celebrity. So I yeah. want to actually get into our experience off of reality TV, after reality TV, how it changed our lives. I know how it changed mine, but I want to hear how it changed your guys' life. Hannah, go. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I mean, I feel like there's good and bad things that I've definitely um, come from it. I feel like there's so much I am thankful for since being or taking that leap of faith um, with reality TV. I feel like. Well, number one, I'm no longer working in like the medical fields. If if anything, I'm doing something that, you know, I'm more passionate about, which is being in the lifestyle and beauty space and, and creating a brand um, in that to hopefully empower and build women, like build up women. I feel yeah. like that, um, especially for me, someone of color is not something that I always had someone to look up to. And so that is definitely something that I'm hoping I can relate to a lot of women out there, um, especially on reality TV. It's not something like you see quite often. And yeah. um, would I do it over again? Absolutely. A thousand and one times because I, I was the most authentic version of myself. So it's not something I regret by any means. Um, but I will say that with that, and I've only, you know, I've done one thing. I haven't done much, but I... I get a little anxiety now. I'm not going to lie. Like public um, opening your life for public scrutiny is something that is not a common thing. Um, not everyone is prepared for. And that's something that I kind of struggled with quite a bit, especially coming off the bachelor. Um, but at the end of the day, there's so much more that I'm thankful for and it's made me a lot stronger. So yeah, I'm like happy You're such for a good it. Role model. You're such a good role model, Tasha. Thank you. How about you, Hannah? I, I don't think I'll ever get used to like going to a coffee shop and maybe having someone recognize me. Like it's sometimes it will throw me off. And I mean, I'm so grateful for the experience and I definitely would do it over again. I mean, hindsight's 2020, right. but also at the same time, like it does make me anxious. Like I'm definitely outgoing and I'm an extrovert in a lot of ways, but also there's just times where it's like, I get insecure, like being mm -hmm. out and like, maybe I don't feel like my most confident and like someone wants to take a picture or like say hi or something like it, it's, it's an adjustment, you know, also it's an adjustment, like people like knowing all of your business, but at the same time, not truly like knowing you on a daily basis, which sometimes can get like frustrating, just like what I was saying with the clickbait, like having an article written about you or having like something like, I feel like written words just have so much power. So like when you write hear something or when you read something that's like negative about you it's not just like back in high school where someone was like being mean to you it's like publicly you know someone being mean to you yeah and just having to like drive that out and just like surround yourself with like your family and your friends i love it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know what it's great i mean i you know i was riding my bike the other day and i was riding past uh the cta bus and this couple were they were knocking on the window waving at me and i'm like what's oh, up, what's up? What's how are you doing i mean what's that's up? true you can't say you don't like that stuff because it is it's actually pretty fun i'm not gonna no lie. yeah it's fun and, and, and i've been able to travel the world because of it and have so many different experiences and meet new people that i would have never met i dated someone i would have never had the chance to date right um yeah and i kind of remember growing up like i feel like for a long time reality tv was a joke in a sense like it was kind of it wasn't taken as serious um and yeah i think now it's great because it's an actual thing right it's an actual platform and and there's a lot to say about people that put themselves out there for the world to see i don't right. think it's like everyone thinks oh i could do that but 
Uh, I mean, you are putting yourself out there to get judged by millions. It's showing the good <laughs> and the bad, you know? Like, yeah. that's part yeah. of, like, being a public figure is showing, like, your full self, you know, which is an adjustment, you know, because I feel like a lot with social media, we just want to show like our best selves and stuff, which is great because like, you know, I want to show positivity, but also at the same time, it's like even like being open about like personal struggles, which is something that I've like am working on, you know, it's just being like more transparent with like some of the people that like I'm connected with on social media is be more like open about that, you know, like not always trying to show the, my best self, trying to show right. like things that I'm personally struggling with yeah. to help I, others. Yeah. I've struggled with that too. I don't know, just like being more, yeah, not not just a highlight reel. It's a good thing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there are so many good things that came with it. Like us doing this podcast, number one, I don't think we would ever have the opportunity to do this with each yeah. other. Um, and yeah, Joe, like you said, traveling the world. I mean, there's so many things that I'm so grateful for and blessed. And um, Yeah, I feel like the good, in, in, at least in good my case, the, the good definitely outweighs yeah. the bad for sure. Right. Would you guys do it again? H Hannah, would you do it again? I know, Tasha, you said you would. Yeah, I would definitely do it again. But on top of that, I wouldn't change anything about my TV experience. Agreed. I really wouldn't. I, maybe I would have had another cocktail or two, but... <laughs> I no, I agree. I, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I would do it again. What? Oh, come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. You gotta play a little hard to get. I gotta, you gotta play a little hard to get. I don't know. I don't know. Call me and I'll let you know if I'll do it again. I'm not sure yet. I gotta see. I gotta wait Joe, I'll options. let you wait 10 minutes and then I'll say, yeah, don't worry I, about I, it. I think Joe needs to be the next Bachelor. <laughs> you know what? Hey, I'm all for it. Absolutely. That could be a good clickbait headline now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Percy Sir Joe for Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. But, as Joe mentioned, this is a pop culture podcast. And what I love most is that we are all so freaking different. And I love the fact that we have such different backgrounds. We're all different ages. We're different sexes. Like, we're just, I don't ever think that people would put us three together. And um, I love that we're able to be honest and open, but also connect and show each other's different um, perspectives on things. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that it all cut like, when it all comes to moments in pop culture that have affected our own lives, we are all going to have vastly different answers. So let's talk about this for one second. Like, I feel like I am curious to know from you guys, what is your favorite pop culture moment that has affected you? Whether it's been like negative or a positive effect, what's one thing that you will never forget? I know I, I have mine, but I definitely want to hear you guys because it's essentially brought us all together. Yeah. Um, okay. I, for me... Did you guys ever watch Anthony Bourdain? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, that was my... So if you don't know Anthony Bourdain, it was um, a... Tra he was a, an old... Or I think retired chef, and he was a food writer, and he mm -hmm. traveled the world and ate food at all these different restaurants, but it was like a food-slash-travel show, and I started watching that when I lost my job, and I was 24, and it it, like, opened me up to, like, I never really wanted to travel, so it like opened me up to wanting that, and right. it motivated me at a time I needed to be motivated. Um, so his show was probably the biggest um, influence in my in my life at the time, especially wow. in pop culture. Mm. I need mm. to go That's back and watch it. It was great. I mean, it's a great. I I still watch. I still watch old ones. I mean, and I feel like he just died recently. Oh yeah, he committed um, suicide, which is sad. But but at the same time, I feel like so many people 
had spoke about that. And they have, like, he affected more than I even realized. Yeah, I mean, he changed. Impacted more people's life than I realized. Yeah, I mean, he made celebrities, or not celebrities, I'm sorry. He made chefs basically celebrities. He showcased all these different restaurants, different cultures that, like, Mm -hmm. for me, like, I was so, like, like, even, like, Japan, right? I just never even took the time to learn about it and it just like really opened me up to wanting to and mm-hmm. um yeah it, it changed the whole image of like the food industry too like showing that and yeah and he was also he was also his own reality show because he was himself right and and you saw that like i would watch him and be like this guy i can relate to this guy he's cool like i could have a conversation with him like i know like if i see him in public he's still gonna be him um yeah. and i love that so it was like an open book. I love that. Hannah, what about you? Mine is definitely watching The Hills. So that was like one of like the first reality TV shows out. And I was like way younger. I was like late elementary school. And I wasn't really allowed to watch it. But I would like sneak into like my mom's room when she was like in the kitchen cooking and like turn it on. And I was just like so amused by like how they like struggle with like the same dramas that I would like have in school, you know, like drama with each other, but they would live like such a glamorous life. And like, like even like them living in California, like you're able to like, at the time I was like able to like see a different way of life and see someone that lived completely differently than I did. I don't know. It was just fascinating from like the clothes to the restaurants to the scenery. I'm like, wow, like people like this is someone's real life, but you know what I mean? I mean, it's reality TV, but just seeing like a different way of life. And now it's a little different now that you've like kind of been in like yeah shoes in a way. I'm sure. Very, very, very different. But that I just remember that. What was yours? Uh okay, so like growing up, if I think about like what like really was like a big deal for me growing up, it was absolutely one hundred percent Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. And like I remember VH1 in the morning when they would have like the music videos and like get ready with them and I think Britney Spears is like on top of her game. And then she came out with like Slave for You music video. I remember that. I was uh, like, oh, she is so hot. Okay. (laughs) Listen, it's to this day, I still watch it because it was so iconic. And it was just like, and Christina Aguilera's like dirty music video. I just, it's not that I'm like crazy scandalous, but it's more of like these girls that, you know, have a picture perfect lifestyle. Like they're like on top of the world. Like, are um i don't know they're kind of like also powerful (laughs) yes well that but i'm looking for a word but i don't know why i can't come out with it right now um but they're uh, what is that word like they're um confident but they're like they're rebels but like they're like coming out i don't know whatever anyway i'm like a very yeah but i'm a very sheltered girl like i went to a private school my whole life wore uniforms my whole life i didn't wear anything like crazy scandalous i was always grounded okay but then watching these music videos these girls like just like being completely being something different is something that made me want to be like different and like reach out and like oh god you don't understand i tried to learn all those dance moves (laughs) in my room do you know them do you know some of them yeah definitely show us some moves tank oh my god stop i need a snake first of all but like yeah christina aguilera dirty music video i mean you guys like those things were things i rewatched million and one times and like they just shaped everything you know what i mean from mickey mouse club to slay for you and dirty like come on Badass bitches, and that's that's what I want to be like. 
Yeah. Were you a TRL? Bad did you watch bitch. TRL? <laughs> yeah, I did watch TRL too. TRL, remember that? I used to watch that religiously. <laughs> Every uh, right after school, I would watch Total Request Live. Carson oh Daly. Remember yes, that? Yes, I no. do remember that. But hey, remember? look, see, whiskey sour, sophisticated, classy, but also a little bit sassy. There you sassy. go. Maybe that's where that comes from. And these are the days before social media. You know, exactly. I mean, now on top of like everything else, I just like, how, how do you think social media is like? change pop 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 culture because at first like you know it's like my, my biggest moment is watching the hills like i had never seen anything like that now with like social media you're able to like see and be aware of so much more be a part of their lives way more connect yeah. with them way more well it's given it gives it's it gives so many more people a chance right right it's a platform for everyone so social media has just broadened it to an extent that we never thought we would see yeah. And it's given us a chance. I mean, look at us. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I know. It's even given us a chance. Information travels like way faster than it used to. All right, you guys. So let's get into our first headline this week. I know y'all are here for the clickbait, you know, that juicy scoop. So let's get this party started and let's dive into our first clickbait of the week. So it is October 1st, people. A new month means a new Vogue cover. And this month's star has a lot to say about the body, about the body positivity trend that we're seeing everywhere. Singer Lizzo graces this month's cover of Vogue and discusses the issues of body positivity, referring to the movement as too commercialized and quote unquote cool. While she is glad the conversation has moved into mainstream, she doesn't like how people for whom the term was created for are not benefiting from it because she wants to normalize her body. Now, I think it's really cool that she's coming out and talking about this because I feel like this is one of the downfalls of social media is taking a very positive movement and kind of glorifying it and taking away like its real meaning when mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, because people just want to jump on a bandwagon because it's cool. It's cool. Well, I, I feel like whenever anything gets commercialized or whenever the big businesses see money, yeah, it loses its true meaning. And that sucks, but that's that's like that's what happens. And I think it happens so much faster now with social media because so many people jump on it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely see why she's like upset, but also at the same time, I think that's great that like other women are coming out like feeling more confident to share their bodies, whether that's plus or whether they're you know. I just I think that's great. Like I was on TikTok the other day, and, you know someone did hashtag skin positive like right. i think the body positive skin positive you know filter free positive whatever it is i think that you know her intent is great and i understand why she's upset but it's also has like changed social media i feel like it's changed like the market i feel like a lot of companies now are feeling more confident to like advertise women from different races and sizes absolutely so yeah. i think it's been great but also, I, I could understand what she's also trying to say. Like, I, I don't, yes. I don't, maybe she doesn't want this just to like blow over. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the thing that she's trying to say is like, I'm sorry, but like the average pant size of a woman in the US is size 14. It's not a size mm-hmm. two and a size four. And um, she's just trying to normalize a normal body. And mm-hmm. what we do see in the social, like in social media and like in Hollywood are like, 
generally a more slim figure and all that kind of stuff. And what she's trying to say is like, no, you guys are glorifying me for being a, a woman of like my size and like just being confident about it. But actually like, this is normal. This is real. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I love that she's standing up for it. And I love that she's having a voice for it because I, I don't want the message to get lost. But I also agree with you. I'm so happy people are starting to like stand up for themselves and really be comfortable with their body. Cause it takes mm-hmm. a lot to do that. There are so many trends on social media and especially during this time quarantine, we have nowhere to go. And I feel like, I feel like you see a new trend every day. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. You're starting to see overconsumption of food, drugs, alcohol, and people do make light of it. Like we think it's funny and I'm, I'm someone that could as well, because it's true. I'm able to, kind of do everything in moderation not that like i'm i'm a big drug guy because i'm not i don't i don't but like alcohol like i'm able to take a shot of tequila and not have a hundred shots or i'm able to eat a couple slices of pizza without eating a whole pizza but there are people that struggle with addiction mm-hmm. and if you guys haven't seen Dax shepherd his relapse with drug prescription pills um he was sober for 16 years and he just opened up to his wife Kristen bell i know he said it was destroying him inside because he had this huge secret that he was hiding mm-hmm. uh it's, i think it's i think it's rough the fact that he can come out be honest with literally the world on his podcast um is huge of him yeah mm-hmm. no and, and it's I not think easy that's, yeah that's such a huge like leap of like faith to come out to not only like himself but to like the entire world as well like that's just huge would you guys ever date someone that struggled with that before that it's like sober now like have you guys ever experienced because my my first thought goes into like his family and his wife and like how they're coping with it you know right yeah i mean for me I, i never dated anyone that had an issue or at least i didn't know they did um I want to say I'd be open-minded and I I feel like I would, but it would bother me a little bit if I'm going to be completely honest. I would just always worry about like, what if she slips back into it and I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know the kind of person I am and I know it would drive me crazy. And I know that's something I would probably need to work on because that's me. Um, But I would have a hard time with it. I would. Um, And honestly, that's valid. But also, you know, you have to do what's right with you. And I actually have dated someone that has had addiction in his family, but also I have um, dated someone that is sober. So, and they're both very, very different. And they're, each circumstance is very, very different. I feel like you have to be really open with your partner and talk about like what exactly they need. Number one, someone that's already sober, like, are they okay with you drinking? If yeah they're yeah. not then that's obviously not someone i can date just not saying that i don't have control over not drinking but it's something that i like to do socially with my friends and, and it's it's a lifestyle you like lifestyle exactly. differences and i know? would never want to trigger somebody um but also someone that has that in their family it's also a really scary thing and i have dealt with that and hiding things as like drugs and alcohol is it's a really scary thing to go through and i have dealt with that and i don't react well to it um, I could tell you that much um, yeah. just because being lied and lied to in communication is something that's really scary. So I can only imagine, I mean, Dax even said like I was making Kristen kind of feel like she was going crazy. 
because I was denying it. So I, yeah. I can kind of relate to that feeling. And um, it's a very scary situation to be into be in. Um, but I'm so happy he came out and talked to her about it and was honest about it because you can't get help and you can't lie to this person you love. You know what I mean? You can only do it yeah. for so long until yeah. it's like taking away everything. And stop lying to yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have to be honest and this is going to sound really selfish because <laughs> it is going to sound selfish because it is. But I am like, I hate to drink alone. Like, I don't want to go to dinner yeah. and have a drink. And then my girlfriend isn't like that. That would that would also bother really? me. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I, I don't I just, like to drink alone either. Yeah. I just don't like to drink alone. Like not, not like I'll, I'll have a beer by myself at my house. But I, I, right. if I'm going to dinner. And I have a glass of wine. I prefer the other person to. And that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy thinking. But that's just. Oh, no, whatever. I don't think it's crazy. I mean, th- that's how I am. Like, you know, you want like a little buddy to do cheers with and a Absolutely. toast. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. like lifestyle. And crime. That's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> but also like if you're dating someone and they are sober and they're like, no, I want you to continue to enjoy yourself. Like I, I don't see. I mean, sure, I'm not going to drink alone. I'm not advocating that. I mean, shit, like, to be honest with you, you guys are both liars because you guys have both drank by yourself during quarantine. So, <laughs> yeah, screw both of you. But don't lie to me, Joe. I know quarantine doesn't count. No, quarantine about, doesn't count. Okay, I'm, I'm saying it wrong. It's Outside of the pandemic, not, we don't drink alone. Okay, you guys yeah, are liars. It's not about not drinking alone. It's about being the one drinking in a situation and then the other person isn't. So being at dinner with somebody and having a drink and when the other person's yeah. like, no, I'm good because then I'm like oh why well now I feel like I mean I get that but also yeah. at the same time but it's like come on if I'm gonna have a really good freaking pasta and I'm paying freaking $30 for it and I really want to drink a glass of cap like I'm gonna enjoy my damn meal yeah, yeah no yeah. I, I yeah I definitely see your point I just always enjoy like oh what cocktail are you getting tonight I see both sides of you not wanting to drink when other people aren't I've done the same thing but I'm just saying that's not gonna I, I think when someone's sober or when someone has a you know, is struggling with something of that, it doesn't make me feel any, any different. Like that's, that's something that I'm willing to take on. But if you're not comfortable with it, then that's up to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trans- I'm just a selfish person. <laughs> <laughs> so well, dramatic. <laughs> um, <laughs> on the topic of trends, because that seems to be a theme here today, there's one trend that I've been really excited about that's been happening during quarantine that has not only brought so much joy to us, but also is raising money for awesome various charities. And this trend is reuniting the old castmates from various movies, from online table reads to, inzo- to impromptu Zoom Zoom with fans to virtual hangouts. It's a trend I am living for, especially when it relates to this next headline. Father of the Bride, Steve Martin, Diana Keaton, and more come together for part three-ish of the Father of the Bride movie. And so basically what's happening is one of my favorite movies, Father of the Bride. Grew up watching that with my mom. They have come together (laughs) to do a mini sequel to benefit a worthy cause during COVID-19. And the charity is World Central Food kitchen, or it's sorry. The charity World is Central Kitchen. W- the <laughs> World Central Kitchen. I would know on Curtis Jones Town. World Central Kitchen, which is supplying food for third world countries. So okay. yeah, Father of the Bride. <laughs> Father of the Bride. First, I want to say, Joe, have you seen it? Have you seen Father? Oh, of the Bride? Yes, Joe, of you're a fan. 
Yeah, I'm a fan of Father of the Bride. I was a kid. I loved that. I love Steve Martin. I thought he was the funniest I man love in the Steve world. Martin. He really is. I so I wa- yeah, I love Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride. I love those movies. I love Steve Martin. I love the whole cast. Diane Keaton. Anything I- Steve Martin. Huh? Anything Steve Martin in it? It's- okay, yeah. but I have a question. Go ahead. When you guys, when you guys watch this, how do you really feel about it? Like, because as excited as I was to watch this part three ish, um, and I, I love that it's for a good cause. I mean, how did you really feel? Like, was it a little awkward to you, or well, it was a li- it was a little cringeworthy? I'm not gonna like <laughs> so at the beginning when it was like, "Mom, Dad," <laughs> but they get into it, and I, I I I get it. But I think like I think seeing celebrities do this and doing it for a good cause for charity and like these new zooms that are revamping all these old movies right i think it's really cool right i think, I think it's, it's fun to watch i think it's great content i think it's really great to see like you know people being creative dishing out something different you know the father of the bride like any it's any kind of like sequel any kind of second or third version of a movie right you just need to go back to the classic to the original i could have been fine with just seeing like a picture of all of them together <laughs> and be like oh that's cute but no, the point is for charity, and like I, that's awesome. I think, and plus, it was bringing so much more like awareness towards different charities because this is more than just Father of the Bride. This has been Frozen. This has been the Nanny, the Princess Bride. Well, I mean, this is, it's also you have to be inventive now. I mean, think about businesses are changing, to, things are changing. You can't yeah. go see shows. COVID nineteen right. has ripped so much away for, from us. So. It's cool to see big celebrities and just regular people just being inventive of how we could do and interact with each other and do different things. Um, Because let's face it, what the fuck is going on? We're still in quarantine and we're still locked down. Restaurants are still only allowed to have 25% of people in a restaurant. Literally. Everything's changing. Everything's changing. Any sense of normalcy is nice right now. And I feel like it's kind of fun to bring something that's a little like, you know, Back from the past, nostalgic. Wait, I'm so sorry. Is that the right way to say that nostalgic. word? Nostalgic. Nostalgic. Why did nostalgic. I say that? Okay. You said nostalgic. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> we get, we get it, Joe. I butchered the word. Okay, you're close. <laughs> nostalgic. Okay, it's a little nostalgic to have like a, a movie from like the past to come back up. I mean, look, I'm excited for Father of the Bride, but what I'm most excited for is the fact that this cast of hocus pocus the sanderson sisters are getting back with each other this halloween because they're going to do another thing for charity have you guys seen that uh, yes. of course i've seen it hocus pocus <laughs> i love hocus pocus okay. i watch it every year around halloween i swear i it's love that movie, movie but i haven't been able to finish it ever really hannah because when i was what? little i would i would literally get terrified i would have to sleep with my parents like when i was little like i couldn't ever watch it and then like watching it to this day it still gives me like the eebie-jeebies and i haven't been able to finish it you are really? i quote that movie on a day like daily life like i, I watch it with you then just last night i was i have like this thing where i lay in bed and i i yell out boo like that, like how she does it out of the window. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, you guys not true I fans. I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. Sarah Jessica mm-hmm. Parker. I remember that. Yes, yes. In fact, in Paradise, Kaylin, Demi, and I were known as the Sanderson sisters. And if you really? crossed us, we made shit happen. Oh, I like that. What's that one movie that scares the shit out of you? Me? I can't watch The Omen. You ever see The Omen? No, oh. I don't watch demonic movies. Mm-mm. Oh, they shave I, the I don't kids' mess head. With that. 
It's got the no. 666 across. I couldn't go to sleep for oh a my fucking God. week. <laughs> it, 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 it freaked me out. And some people don't get scared of that. So I, get I don't watch easily. demonic. Like scary movies are my favorite kind of movies, my favorite genre. However, I do not watch anything that's demonic. So six six six. I'm out, bro. You know what seems I, to be what seems to be the trend. Honestly, is fake news. There's so much fake news going on in this world, and mm-hmm. now you saw. You guys remember we talked about that last week with the celebrities that are now freezing their Instagram accounts yes. for 24 hours. And I saw Kim Kardashian did it. Leonardo DiCaprio, who I'm pretty sure that's not his Instagram, but he did it. Like all these big celebrities, um, 24 hours, we're not posting. And now they're starting to get some hate on it, which I understand because people are like, hey, you guys are freezing your account for 24 hours. Then what is it 20, doing? 24 hours later, you go back to your regular post. What are you actually doing? When we first heard about this happening, it was last week. And there was just an article being written about the fact that there are celebrities that were freezing their accounts. And I think we both, we all talked about how it was odd. Well, it was because, was yeah, no we attention. Did, it, it, it wasn't like, yeah, it was, it's like you have some of your biggest social media accounts freezing their accounts, but it wasn't that big of a hype, right? It wasn't, it was just kind of like, was there, it happened and went away. Um, I don't, what I don't understand is when you have some of the biggest platforms, I mean, what does Kim have? Like 23 million followers? 23, try like 175. Okay. <laughs> Even bigger. Like the fact is like, if you were to post about it on your Instagram, it's going to reach way yeah. more, make bigger impact than just being silent about and something. It, sometimes being silent, you don't really, doesn't really make your, your voice isn't heard, you know, well, if some you're of them, silent, some of sometimes, them but I feel like if she would have maybe done like a post about well, it, educating did. people about it. Some of them did, but not all yeah. of them. Yeah. Some of them did. They had posted, um, it was like hashtag stop. I'm sorry. It is hashtag stop hate for profit campaign. So they did post, but it's just like, I, it's just like one of those things. It's like actions speak louder than words. And I don't feel like that is a strong enough action, action. to make any change at the same time. How are we going to change fake news and hate on Instagram and Facebook when there's hundreds of millions of accounts? So many accounts and so many fake accounts, too. Like people just like creating fake accounts just to like throw hate. Like sometimes I'll read like a mean comment and then I'll go on the account. It's like their profile picture is of like a cartoon cat with like zero followers. It's always the cats. Watch out for yeah, the cats. Yeah, and I'm like... always the shit talkers. <laughs> how are you... Cats. Like, how can you control that? Like, this is obviously like a fake account. Well, I mean, even with that being said, hate comments, all that kind of stuff, we have all experienced that as well. And even Bachelor Nation has just released the fact that they're not going to put up with that this season or... From now on. I mean, I think it's great. I mean, we've all experienced that. We've all experienced social media scrutiny. With trolls and bullies and whatnot. I mean, to be honest with you, I will tell you, I haven't, I didn't have much, um, I don't know, confrontation on my runs of being on The Bachelor and on Paradise. But when I did, I mean, I think I have about 70 words like blocked from being used on my Instagram of like, oh, same, like nasty words that I would never even fathom typing to somebody. Um, but the fact that I have to do that mm-hmm. on my own Instagram because of people that are upset, the fact that like 
I called somebody out. Like, you're you're kidding. Yeah. Like, the, the hate has to stop in that aspect. So I'm glad mm-hmm. Bachelor Nation is standing up and making, um, I don't know, a post yeah, about it. What, Jeff? <sighs> What's going to get those fake Ugh. cat accounts to Okay, stop. here's my problem, right? What? Those people that are saying these horrible things to whoever, and I've gotten them, I'm sure, we, like you said, we all, we get all them, have. Right? We have. We all have. Those are not rational people. So when you show them attention or you show that it's hurting, I feel like that fuels them fuels more. Fuels them. It's not and even... Sh- I know. I don't know what to do. Like, I agree. Like, I think it's like, it's, it's, there's just, sometimes we just have to come to terms that there's just shitty fucking people in the world and they're yeah. always going to be there. So it's like, you, I, what I do for me, cause I have one guy that will DM me like every week, just like, I hate you and I hope you die. And I'm just, <gasps> just fucking, I have yeah. one like that. Well, yeah. not real, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just think you can't, you can't put energy into it. I'm not yeah. saying give it energy, but all I'm saying is like if I have control over someone, I don't know, saying like calling me something gross, like I'm gonna prevent it from happening. Yeah, because yeah, well, I agree blocking and putting I'm those boundaries, words that can be them used. back. You know yeah. what I mean? And all I'm saying is like I'm gonna put, I'm gonna have a little bit control over my Instagram because it's mine. I mean, you can block them. All no, you want, I agree like, with that. I agree with that. I think I think it's like. Um, it's hard because even I remember they did it. I remember Rachel Lindsay came out on one of the reunion shows yeah. and talked about it. And I just, I felt like the people that say the shitty things will watch that and then almost like it fuels them. But then again, what are you supposed to do? Not talk about it. And then they win that way. So I don't know. It's well, a hard. I'm saying uh, not talking about it, freezing your Instagram story. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, say something about it. Like, let's bring awareness to it, just like how we're... 2020 is the year of awareness, waking up, being woke. Like, I had no idea that they were doing this huge thing of freezing accounts and whatnot. It would have been cool to, like... Sure, once I found out, I didn't post either. But, like, what what, what, yeah. what does that do? You know what I mean? Well, they're just trying to get it picked up as a trend. Yeah. And speaking on trends, I think the biggest trend that I've seen all throughout this year is breakups is engagements and divorces and splits (laughs) and you know this makes me so sad because i love love and i hate hearing like couples breaking up especially during the pandemic when it's just been a rough year for absolutely everyone right and this leads me to the next headline which really like broke my heart this is demi lovato ended her engagement to max ehrlich after feeling he wasn't being honest I've been there. He's <laughs> <laughs> in a box. He's in a box. So Demi Lovato and Max Ehrlich engagement ended for several reasons after news broke up their engagement. So Max Ehrlich is from The Young and the Restless, and which I didn't know who he originally was from. But then when they Me said either. Young and the Restless, I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> so they announced the end to their engagement. However, a source revealed... Ehrlich was told the relationship was over before the news of the split was made public. So basically, he said that he didn't know what was going on, but he really did know what was going on. Yeah, I mean, you know when a relationship is about to end. Well, it's he said, she said kind of thing. I know, and it's so hard because it's public and people are going to be like picking sides. And um, another like inside source says that they lived in a bubble with zero stress and it was just fun. And then once, you know... 
everything life settled yeah in. they yeah the <laughs> life kind of settled in they kind of went a little bit more back to like their career that's when they decided to split because they were just like too invested into like their work and they just wanted to respect another and not like stick it out which well, i so- just sucks I mean, some po- couples are splitting because they're with each other too much, and they're the opposite. They were like, everything was great in this bubble. We got together during quarantine. We love each other. We're engaged for two months, and then they go their separate ways, and they're like, eh, I actually didn't really <laughs> didn't really like you. I mean, everyone uh, had a quarantine bay, right? <laughs> I guess you're kind of right. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't Joe. Actually. No, I didn't. Oh, Stop, Joe. Now he's going to try to be all modest when he knows he's a little you know, freak. I was in my house reading, okay? Reading about every, produce. I was reading books. Um, no, no, I mean... I, I, go ahead. No, I, I think it's very interesting that, you know, yeah, most people break up during quarantine, but the fact that she found love, and it makes me really sad. Like, I, I hate when marriages or engagements and all that kind of stuff break up, but it... it I mean, obviously, it pulls at my heart a little bit, so I kind of know that feeling, and I never want anybody to go through that, but it it, it sucks, and I, I feel bad for her and him, but the fact that they're such big stars, it's uh, it's out there. It's, it's out, I mean, out public there, relationships. They can't run. Public relationships are, they're very difficult, Yeah. and public breakups, because, I mean, we, you know, I mean, I've gone through one, and then you have to, like, keep being reminded like oh yeah, yeah. that shit happened You're and then you hear people reminded. you hear people talk about it when and then they change your words and it's not true and then you're like wait did that actually happen did i do that and it just <laughs> it ends up being like here for relate if a breakup takes a couple months i feel like once it's public like it just adds more time onto it and just makes it that much harder. Well, another recent breakup that just broke news last week is Christina Anstead and Ann Anstead. So Christina, she's originally known as Christina Musa from Flip yeah. Flop. She got yeah. divorced. Hannah's obsessed Tark. with Christina. I know. I'm her biggest fan. I'm obsessed with, with her. She is separating from Ann Anstead and he has like a car show and their breakup has been a little like private, but also messy because like she posted the other day on Instagram about just like her role of like being a public figure and how like it's been stressful and basically like is wanting to keep this breakup private. Well, then that next day, Aunt posted on Instagram that it was basically her decision to leave. And <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, again, and- it's he said, she said thing. It's so, it just turned, I mean, you just have to um, try to be as mature as you can because I think once you start going back and forth with each other in the public eye, the shit just gets messy. That's the thing. That's the part that you don't want to do. But like, it's 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 kind of like a contest to see like who could hold it in the longest and yeah. like not say anything because the second something is said, it triggers the other person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we weren't gonna say anything, but you went ahead and said it, and then it just becomes like this. That's why you grab the popcorn because you're like, oh my gosh, this is like unfolding before yeah. our eyes. Yeah, and I hate What's that. But also at the same time, like. I mean, you got when this happens, everyone just kind of got to like stay on their own, like stay in their own lane and not say anything. Because then, watch now we're gonna keep hearing it every single week. Someone new is gonna say something. And but I wonder, like, thing. when things do go back to normal, whenever that is, I wonder if like breakups, uh, people who broke up during like the pandemic, if they're gonna look back and be like, oh, 
darn, maybe we should have stuck it out, you know, because I feel like everyone is, you know, grieving a loss of their old life. Yeah. You know, grieving the loss of like the lifestyle that you had and things you were able to do and to enjoy. And I think that like affects people like emotions. And they absolutely quarantine brain is different than real life brain. I feel like. Yeah, and you're right. People are going to probably wake up and be like, hold on a second. I did what? <laughs> hold on. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like living a nightmare. Yeah. Well, there's, o- there's only so much time you could spend with someone until you're like, okay, I'm sick of this person. Yeah. Right? Okay, Joe, right? if, if you started dating a girl, like if you had a quarantine bay. Yes. Do you think that you'd still be like into her? Like, would you have made it serious by now? Like, would you still be into her? Or do you think like by the time quarantine's over, like you'd be like, okay, gotta go. Um, I, if I she like no, cleaned your racks I, I, for I th- you, I don't think that for me. I don't think that would have played a difference. Like, I unfortunately my relationship ended like a month before fucking quarantine, which was like <laughs> the worst time, like <laughs> the worst time. Um, I hate to laugh. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean no, to laugh. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. I mean, <laughs> I I always find the funny and everything, but it was like the worst. Um, yeah, for me it was the worst timing. So I I would have preferred. To have a relationship um, during quarantine. quarantine. Yeah. Because I was talking to myself for a lot of it. You know? Same. <laughs> like, yeah. Ugh. And we're still in it because it's not over. I mean, we're still basically in this shit. The so. fact that you didn't hop on dating apps while you were in quarantine is is, is huge. I didn't have to. I, I had my DMs. <gasps> hey! <laughs> I didn't have to. Okay, Joe. See, there is a little side to you. I'm. I cannot wait. Joe, to is there, how many Facetime dates did you go into? How many um, Facetime dates did you have? None. 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 You didn't so end. what? You were one of those people that were like, "Hey, you think like we're gonna be like come you know, out over? <laughs> <laughs> you think we're gonna last after quarantine? Like, yeah. Wait, who are you? I'm so sorry. Come on over, but. I'm having wine, but only if you drink. No, no, this is I gotta stop. I'm oh, only if you drink with me. Only if you have a glass with me. Yeah. Show. Wait, did you have girls over in quarantine? You exposed yourself? No. Mm-hmm. No, Look at that no, smile. No, oh my never. god, it's the best. I love this Zoom. I love I love Zooming with you because you can't lie because you smile and you get pink in the cheeks. Tasha, please lay off. <laughs> We all went about this our own way. Okay, now that we had time to introduce ourselves, we're really going to see how well we know each other. Maybe dare, maybe air some of our dirty laundry. So let's get going and play a quick game called What's Your Baggage? So here's how it's going to work. We have each chosen some random facts about ourselves that no one here knows about, and we'll have to guess who we think it belongs to. So let's unload this secret baggage. Okay, first question. <laughs> Sorry, I'm saying <laughs> You're sounding guilty already. I already think this is you. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I love games so much. Okay. Hannah, you're actually turning red, and you haven't even read the damn question yet. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm not red at all. Welcome to a three and a half hour podcast every week. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, you guys are just making me laugh so hard. Okay. 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 All right. First question. I keep a box of stuff from every person I've ever dated. Hannah and Sloss. I'm going to go hand-in-hand, too. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? I mean, you're dying. You're still laughing. You're just crying right now. Oh, my yes. God. You have exposed yourself. Oh, my gosh. Give us the juice. What's, like, the biggest part? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my like, gosh. Who do you 
have more items from? Like, okay, so I'm back home in Tennessee and my mom placed, so I walk into my old bedroom. I walk in and I have all these boxes and I'm like, what? And so I look through them and I have a box for every boyfriend I've ever had and I have their name on the box. I've saved stuffed animals. I've saved every single card. I've oh saved gosh. every single piece of like little candies like i saved wrappers i've saved movie tickets <laughs> okay. oh my gosh you're not I, the first girl i know that does that though i think that's pretty um, i'm very sentimental was, but not yeah. every boyfriend maybe a few but like how oh, no, many every boyfriend? do you have exactly um i have like seven or eight wow i've had a lot of boyfriends but this is like stuff that i've collected over the past like i have a box from the show too like little things do you have do a too. box that I means more uh no they all mean a lot they all do and so when i find the person i'm gonna spend the rest of my life with i'm gonna be like hey here's all this these boxes this is all the crap i had to go through to get to you oh, i like that, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking up some space I, I, honestly by the time i get married I'll probably have like 20 of them <laughs> oh i'm excited for this i'm excited for this a full closet okay, okay. i'm gonna read the next one let's do this um I've been hit by a truck. Joe? Joe. <laughs> no, I've never been hit by a truck. <laughs> um, really? I'm going to go Tasha. Hannah? Oh, it is me. What? No you, you don't know your own. <laughs> Tasha, yes. what happened? Uh, I actually was not even hit. I was actually ran over by a truck. Oh, no. Ran over? What yes, happened? you guys. Okay, were you walking? Okay, so actually, um, this is my first weekend at call, like in college. Oh, gosh. okay. Where'd you so go to college first? I went to, to college, Concordia and Irvine, fifteen okay. minutes down the highway from my parents. School had just started, and um, like the first two weekends, I had like gone home because, like, you know, I don't know. I was fifteen minutes down the highway. This weekend, I was like, you know what, guys, I'm staying at school. Like, I got this. Like, I'm in college now. Mm -hmm. I'm a big girl, whatever. And all my friends were going out to a party. And I was going to stay in, but I really wanted Skittles. And there was a vending machine downstairs. So I went downstairs, got some Skittles from the vending machine. And as I'm like, boop, 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 pushing little buttons to get my Skittles, I hear like a like loud music. And anytime I hear music, I like am dancing, right? So I was like really into it. And then I see it's my friends in a truck. And I was like, oh, my God, how fun. So I went out to go talk to them. I'm like hanging on the window, just talking, eating my Skittles. They take my Skittles inside the truck, whatever they're eating. Next thing you know... I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. You guys head out to the party. So I hop over the window and I'm like grabbing my Skittles back and I'm like hanging on the truck. I'm like, this is kind of fun. And my guy's like, I got you. They're like, okay, guys, like we're going to go. And I'm like, okay, I got to go. And my friend Charlie's like, no, I got you. You're fine. Anyway, the guy is hanging on, holding on to me. The driver hits the gas and there's like a really skinny yellow speed bump. And he like hits the gas and then like it like hits the speed bump and I'm in the truck and I like pop off and then all of a sudden my oh, body's no. hanging my legs are on the floor the truck back tire goes over my leg i had tire tracks oh. on my legs for two weeks fractured my pelvis took me out of my running career but <laughs> oh my god that sounds yeah horrible. all over skittles and honestly my family um to this day they're like well if if anything like that were to happen it would be tasia and it would be because of candy so yeah oh, no. you're gonna you're skittles okay. you're gonna get a skittles ad soon <laughs> To be honest with you, we've been in contact and I have a lot of Skittles now. 
they sent me a big i have a big thing of skittles they sent me too because i tweeted something about skittles and all of a sudden like a week later i open my door and i just have boxes of skittles oh i love skittles really it's a thing. i like the sour skittles I yes love a good so, sour how long were you in the hospital um actually like uh about like two weeks and then i had to oh, really? how to walk Let- and all that kind of stuff and i had to move my college dorm room because i had a you guys, I had a freaking walker. I had a walker in college. Let me tell you, I didn't have a boyfriend my first year of college. I'll tell you that. Wow. <laughs> that was the weekend you should have went home. <laughs> I know. Next is me. Okay. Uh, okay. Y'all, this is juicy. Okay. At 19, I hooked up with a 40-year-old and fled the scene first thing in the morning. Hannah. Joe. Uh, Joe. <laughs> Joe, you're turning red too. Hannah. Joe. Man. Well, I mean, they wanted these to be scandalous. Yeah. When I was, so when I was, um, was she hot? Yeah, she was hot. I mean, uh, where'd you meet her at a restaurant? At a bar in Wrigleyville. Oh. So when I was nine, so basically when I was 19, I was, a, um, I started trading at the Merc. So I was working with a lot of older guys. So we would go out and, you know, I would I would do shots and, and drink with them, and there would it was kind of like an older crowd. So I ended up just hooking up with this older lady at the time who was very attractive. And then um, at like five in the morning, I I dipped, and that was it. Never saw her again. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, so yeah, I mean, I was. That was, was it my a night college. to remember at least? That was my college. Well, yeah, I would I would say it was a night to remember. I don't know. Damn. I don't know about for I don't know about for her, but for me at the time it was. <laughs> I love that. Actually, I love that. I would have never guessed, Joe. You little scandalous man. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Hannah, your turn. My turn. I have a 29 minute teeth cleaning routine, which includes special methods for the tongue. Tasha, Hannah. T- I would like to say me because I feel like I do that too, but I'm gonna go Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go yes. because her teeth are so me. clean. You guys, yeah. this is so funny. To be honest with you, my best friend actually came up with this one and she makes fun of it, fun of me all the time because I usually am FaceTiming her when I'm getting ready for bed. She's always so fascinated by my, by my nightly routine. So yeah, I like to brush my teeth and I have a lot of things I do and I have like a lot of like little knickknacks, okay? I like it. Hygiene, it's me. important. Exactly. Like okay, next I- one. I'll do, I'll read this. I'll, I'll do this. I won my seventh grade pie eating contest. Joe. Hannah. For Hannah. sure. Hannah. <laughs> Hannah. Yeah, I Hannah. That's a, that's a Tennessee thing for sure. <laughs> I was going to say, I've never eaten pie. I did. Pie I won it and it was so disgusting. I was like throwing it up after it even came out of my nose. But hey, I won. Your nose, Hannah? Yeah, I couldn't eat lemon pie for like years. Oh, I was going to say, what pie? Lemon pie? Did lemon. you have that choice? Okay. That's my favorite yeah. kind. Okay. Cool. Favorite. Okay. I fell asleep on a first date. My date recorded me sleeping and then left. <gasps> Joe. <Hey>. Joe. <laughs> no. Yes, this is actually me. This is actually a good story, though. So I'm going to, I'm going to. Start this off with I don't do drugs, okay? Okay. I, I don't. Okay. Um, I, I mean, that's good to know. It was this boring. <laughs> I don't do drugs, but. Boring. All right, so I used to, be, I'll make this quick, right? I used to work in the produce market. I used to wake up every day at 1 in the morning. I'm like 27 at this point. Um, Wait, so I'm you t- didn't, this is your first date? 
ever? No, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of prefacing it. So like I would oh, wake okay. up early. So I'm, I'm by six, seven o'clock at night. I'm actually really tired. So I go out with this girl. It's a first date. I'm getting on a plane the next day, so I was nervous about flying, so my friend gave me like these muscle relaxers, and I was kind of nervous about the date, so I took one of the muscle relaxers, now I'm on the date, and she, we're at the Soho house in Chicago, she's talking to me, and next thing I know, I wake up in the morning, I'm at work, and what? I don't even remember any of this, I don't remember any of this shit, she, I get a text message two hours into work of a video of me sleeping, I'm like, oh my god. I took that girl out. My friend calls me and says, that girl that you met last weekend, she saw me and my wife eating and joined us for dinner. Wait, oh, you're joking. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a true story. So Joe. there was never another date after that. But yeah, that happened. Sound I'm not going to lie, Joe. I think there's a reason why you're kind of, do you suck at dating? Is that what she was Snoring. I was snoring. I watched the video. This girl's got me snoring on a first date in the middle of a conversation. Oh, I mean, I, no. <laughs> you obviously weren't very interested in her. No, yeah. and I think it was a combination of everything. You guys, okay. Right. First of I, all, I found out some very interesting things about you guys. Yeah, same. Like, <laughs> there's a reason why Joe is a little... No, kind of you know what? I think I, think I get... <laughs> no, listen, I think and, I just told more scandalous facts, and you guys took it easy, okay? That's what happened. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just lady, curious Joe. to know what the girl thinks um, of you. You fell asleep on her on the date. I've never been in that. Has she, ever, has she reached out since? Um, if she has, I haven't responded. Wow. But I don't know. Oh, I don't know Joe, if she you don't even fall asleep on a girl and not respond. That's you know what? You are something. You're a piece of work. I know. I know. When I got when I got eliminated off the Bachelorette the first night, she was probably like, "Yep, that makes sense." <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Well, guys, we did it. Our first freaking podcast with clickbait bachelor nation i am so proud of us thank you so much for hanging out with us we are so happy we are live because we are out here um if, if you like what you heard make sure to keep tuning in every thursday for juicy stories and even some famous guests but in the meantime please communicate with us on social let us know what you thought of this episode send us your favorite headlines give us best guest ideas because we want to have some really fun people um and just talk to us we want to get to know you guys we want to get you guys involved and we want to hear it all so do not be shy and if you don't already follow us on social make sure to visit clickbait bn on instagram facebook and twitter because we'll be dropping all sorts of fun stuff on social so make sure you're a part of the fam and before we go please make sure to subscribe to our podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify the wondery app or wherever you're listening from right now Thank you.